Welcome to the Muckle Teo Football Show. My name is Miles. And I'm Kirk. Here for Sunday. Sunday night Sunday football, night football baby. The rematch of Super Bowl One, the Christmas colors of red and green. And the same team, same outcome. Packers take them down. Packers defeat the Chiefs 27-19, setting up a very likely path to the playoffs. Yeah. Knocking the Chiefs back to eight and four and and with some questions about the AFC one seed. Um well, I think we got to start at the end here, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, and we can kind of go back and talk. Jordan Love played a great game. Let's, we'll kind of filter we'll get, back. We'll get there, yeah. But we got to start at the end here with the Packers driving and just wasting that last half of that fourth quarter, just completely. Yeah, they got that pick, mm-hmm. and then they just kind of ate up some first downs. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that Watson on that reverse or that little pitch pass forward was a yeah. great play call. Tears the hammy going trying to get down. <laughs> that was so brutal to watch as he kneels down, just the awkward kneel down, yeah. and I've torn my hammy. Please don't hit me anymore. The other team, you know, it's, it's like he's never slid in his life. Oh, he clearly, so, I've never played baseball. So, do you think he tore the hamstring in the act of sliding, or he was kneeling because he had torn his hamstring? I think he tore it while trying to go down because that's yeah. just not a normal. He, he took like five chops. Yeah. Yeah. And Not I, a normal motion for him. Yeah. Ugh. He just wasn't used to nobody taught him how to do that. Yeah. Just fall on your shoulder. It was still like, a great play. <laughs> it was still a great play. Matt LaFleur cooking today. A lot of Seriously. misdirection yep. stuff. Jordan Love was cooking today. Of course, the Packers defense was cooking that interception yeah. that you mentioned. Packers just kept converting, just kept converting, wasting all that time. Kick a field goal. They're up by eight with one minute and nine seconds left to go in the game. Yep. And I got to say, Kirk, for the first time in a long time, I really didn't feel like Mahomes was going to do it. I was kind of there with you. Yeah. Just because of the way the receivers were playing. I mean, we saw MVS make some mistakes early, mm-hmm. and then, you know, Sky Moore made the, made the mistake on the interception. That's really his fault. Yeah, he just lollygagging out yeah. there. Dude, Sky, Sky Moore, put some pep in your step, man. And I don't trust Tony. And, you know, yeah. I mean, so really you're down to just Kelsey and Rice. And, and Kelsey ain't right. Yeah. Something's wrong. Something, he's not moving very fast. Yeah, yeah. He, he's nursing something. So we get to this final drive where the main takeaway for most people is obviously the referee. No kidding, man. <laughs> it started with that uh, Mahomes run. Yeah, he gets, was, was that a third down? or I, he think, just, I think it was a second down. Second but down, he's, but he's gets, going for the sticks mm-hmm. and just gets blown up, but he's not out of bounds. That's a hit. You can hit the guy. And they call it late hit, personal foul. He was not out of bounds. No. I mean, and it's right at the sticks, like you said. Unbelievable. Yeah. How many times have you seen Mahomes take it to the sideline mm-hmm. and just cut it up because that guy didn't hit him? He does that all the time. Yeah, he think, deserved that uh, hit. Thinking of that Titans AFC Championship game where exactly. he went outside and the Titans defender didn't hit him because he was afraid to get in the penalty. Because you did that, Mahomes, you deserved this hit. You yeah. shouldn't have gotten this call. Yeah. It was a terrible call. And the defender took the most of the blunt of the hit. Like, <laughs> that was bad. Right? Like, he was yeah. kind of trying to let up, but he just awkwardly yeah. took it and 15 yards there. That was Owens, right? Yeah. Owens is the one. So 15 yards. Then we have this whole convoluted thing. The screen pass to Rashid Rice, who goes 10 yards, 
fumbles it right at the marker. Yep. And it's unclear if he's down, so they let it play out. Packers score a touchdown. There's all sorts and of there's a, there's a flag. Pacheco and, yeah. throwing a left hook <laughs> at, at somebody. Yep. Gets disqualified <laughs> from the game. From the game. Yeah. We're sorting all that out. And they gave him the first down. Yeah. On that. And I, I definitely agree. Rasheed Rice was down. He was down. A cheek was down. A cheek was down. Yeah. He rolled all the way over and landed on a cheek. Yeah. A cheek yeah. hit the tundra, as, uh, <laughs> as they say. As they say. Yeah. <laughs> but. I just they just blew past it. like he's at the thirty five minutes of first down. I don't think he had a first down there. Yeah, it should have been like second and fifteen or or whatever the the penalty because the penalty yardage was really critical here. Yes, assessed after what was determined to be a first down. Yeah, and so then he gets a first and ten from about midfield. So Wisconsin is just fuming at this point. The late hit. How did he get a first down? They're cracking open even more beers, breaking open another case. Like the 49 of the 50th drunkest counties are in Wisconsin. That's true. Oh my goodness. Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just going, I mean, they're just, oh, we're going to end up in overtime with Mahomes. He's the darling of the league. Yep. And he gets every single call. Mahomes drops back, launches one deep to MVS. And the, and the, the guy defen- hits him so early. I mean, it wasn't even bang, bang. It was hit, hit MVS. Then the ball comes. They hit the yeah. floor. It was closer to a piggyback ride than it was to an NFL play. Yeah. And no flag. Nothing. I was shocked. Me and you were just like, you got to be kidding me. Especially after watching Thursday night game. Yeah. With the Seahawks <laughs> Cowboys, all those pass interferences. Yeah. That was Definitely they pass would, interference tonight. The referee team would have quartered Tariq Woolen at half field <laughs> in front of everyone to set an example if he had done that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where Seahawks homers were still a little upset. Oh, yeah. Packers fans are like, oh, you know, maybe the refs are okay. Yeah. Good no call. Now they're okay with this it. This is the worst of the bunch. Oh, yeah. I've never seen that type of early contact the forcible and obviously early in fast motion contact not called it was obvious very I, obvious that is probably like, <laughs> i was sad i was so sad because mvs needed a catch like that he, yeah he needed a play like that let's face he wasn't gonna catch it anyway uh, yeah probably not <laughs> <laughs> it actually wasn't that good a throw from mahomes yeah it was kind of kind of uh underthrown well. yeah yeah uh, so they finally, after a few plays that Mahomes clearly didn't approve of, he fires it out of bounds. Oh quickly. yeah, just shanks one. They do the hail mary where there's another controversial call where there's the two hand shove in the back of Kelsey. Yeah, what would you think about that call? I'm or that no call. I'm more okay with that one. Yeah. It's definitely a pass interference, but on a hail mary, everybody kind of gets away with that that push right yeah. there. I think the only way that you can ever, I, the only way you can ever get pass interference on a hail mary. Is the two hand shove in the back, which they did do. Yeah. And the ball is within catchable distance for that player for who that you two shoved. That, that you and pushed. it just seemed like Kelsey was just a little bit at, like two or three yards ahead of where the ball landed yeah. before he got shoved. It just wasn't quite to him. Yeah. If it had hit off his hands or something, they should have called that. But yeah, but it was, I was okay with that. No he call. was a yard or two in front of it. And, you know, I'm glad they just didn't throw the flag. I mean, that would have been a tough way for the Packers to go down. Yeah. But they should have called the one before that, and we would have had a whole different game at the five-yard line yeah. with like 40 seconds left. Which is a bummer. I mean, oh, yeah. it sucks. That would have been really fun to watch them see if they could get that touchdown in the end. And then uh, two-point and conversion. And the two-point conversion. That's some of the most exciting football that there is, in oh, my yeah. opinion, to force the overtime. And it takes away from from what really was this the purpose of this game or the big headline of this game 
it's now it's the refs, but it should be Jordan Love. It should be Jordan Love. The play calling today was on Matt point. Floor. Yeah, and, and Love just putting him up. He looks so much more decisive now. Mm-hmm. I mean, just compared to the first half of the season till to where he is now, he's given his receivers a chance. Yeah, I officially rescind my Jordan Love hate that I said on the midseason <laughs> episode. I believe I also said that the least applicable Beatles song is to the Green Bay Packers, All You Need Is Love. <laughs> I officially take back that, although funny, incorrect joke. Yeah, it's a funny <laughs> joke, but yeah, it's it's definitely not applicable anymore. I mean, the, the yeah. pass to Dobbs, which I think the Chiefs player kind of misplayed, mm-hmm. and then the pass to Watson was a dime. Are you talking about the touchdown? The touchdown to On Watson? On the back line there? Yeah. Yeah, that, that first was, touchdown That pass. was nice. There was so much just depth of target, accuracy, I mean, I think Matt LaFleur is cooking with all this misdirection, too, and it's really helping him. But Love is running it like, uh, you know, it's sort of Purdy-esque. You know, it's it's kind of that same offense, and he's he's challenging it downfield. It's making this offense extremely formidable. Yeah. I do worry, without Watson, it won't be like this the rest of the season. Yeah, we'll have to see what that hammy actually is. Ain't looking good. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he'll be playing next week. Mm-mm. But yeah, just pushing it down the field opens up A.J. Dillon a little bit more. You get mm-hmm. him going downhill. I mean, he didn't have like a fantastic game today, but he certainly picked up some chunk yards. Yeah, and they may be getting Aaron Jones back. Um, yeah, Packers, I mean, they're right on point. And I guess the, the story now is uh, how inevitable is it that they're going to beat the lions in the playoffs <laughs> yep. wild card weekend as an underdog i mean there's just nothing less fair in this world and nothing more sure than i <laughs> nothing i'm more sure is going to happen yep like it's gonna be a home game in detroit and here comes green bay they don't deserve it at all their fan base has been spoiled <laughs> and the lions are going to lose on one of the best seasons 30, they've had 31 years of hall of fame quarterback play and they get to be the underdog knocking off <laughs> knocking off the, the Lions, the Lions and, with a promising young quarterback. Yeah. It's, it's sickening. It is. It's awful, but it's almost guaranteed at this point. Yeah, I'm sorry, Detroit fans. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. If you're Detroit, you are finding a way to not play Green Bay in that first round. You are finding a way. Yeah. I don't care what you got to do. Yeah. Get out of it. I don't know. It's so lined up because the Cowboys are definitely playing the NFC South yep. winner. And then if the Packers get to the sixth seed, it seems like the Lions are going to be the four or the, the third three. seed. Yeah. Because the 49ers victory of the Eagles today. Oh, man. Sorry, Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about your bad we're, luck. We're calling it already. We're, we're already calling it week 13. <laughs> Chiefs, meanwhile, really precarious situation. First of all, the, the taste in your mouth after this game, you just don't even have any hope. Mahomes, 210 yards. I mean, Love had 267 yards. Yeah. Like, it seemed. So hard for Mahomes to get anything and, going. And that's just not usual. There's we've had a few stretches like this, but now to be kind of 12 games into this and and I don't know, man. The receivers really suck. Yeah. It's pretty it's Kelsey, it's Rice, and Pacheco. He has three options, and that's it. There's and, really nobody else to go to. MVS is sucking, Skymore's sucking, Tony, they don't even let on the field anymore. And yeah, with with Kelsey as slow as he is right now. Pacheco, not really a great receiving threat anyway. Yeah. And Rice is unpolished. I mean, those three options are substandard. Yeah. It's a tough road for the Chiefs now, but Mm -hmm. I got to say I'm kind of happy. 
I'm kind of yeah. happy because Patrick Mahomes is finally going to play a road oh, playoff you're, you're game. You're crusade I'm, about this. I'm serious. It's got to happen. It's got to <laughs> happen. But like you were saying, they're going to they're going to tank that first wild card game just so Mahomes doesn't have yeah, to go on the road. Exactly. They're like, well, <laughs> we'll have to play it in the road next time. No. Yeah. We forfeit. We'll just quit this game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get to let's get let's talk the other two games that we talked on Thursday. Okay. And the music comes in. <laughs> Muckle Teal Football Show. This show is football everything. Uh, shows Sunday after Sunday Night Football, Monday after Monday Night Football, and Thursday after Thursday Night Football. Muckle Teal Football Show is brought to you by Andy Reid Delivery Service. <laughs> As he waddles across the field, <laughs> you'll know it's done right. If it's worth doing, it's worth doing slow. <laughs> Andy Reid, man. Seriously. No pep in his step today. Yeah, right? <laughs> bubble, bubble, bubble. Waddling. That guy got carted off, and it took him, like, you know, probably a minute to get across the field. I know. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right. Eagles, 49ers. That's the game of the day. The 49ers did what what we said they would, which is absolutely boat race them. It was, what was it, 42 to 19, I think, or yeah, 42 to 20. Whatever the Eagles ended up with. Uh, it was, it started off so interesting. It started off with actually the 49ers offense unable to do anything. Oh, yeah. For, negative like, six yards. Like first quarter, nothing. Yeah. But then they scored on six straight drives. <laughs> And just started getting cooking, man. Hoo-wee. Debo Samuel will put up a game. I, I, lo- I love watching Debo. Yeah. And he needed to put up a game because he, he has been smack-talking the Eagles since the the Super Bowl. Yeah. That whole, like, two weeks, he was just saying that Bradbury's trash. You know, they only won because <laughs> our quarterback didn't have – we were playing with 10 guys, blah, blah, blah. Yep. I mean, he has just been – on it, on social media at least. Oh, yeah. And then he comes out and does this. 130-something yards, three touchdowns. Yep. It's through the air. It's on the ground. It's a Debo yeah. special. He went Swiss Army knife on them. He pulled them all out. <laughs> and, and then Christian McCaffrey is also great. Also Doing about 130 yards. Yeah. His 17th touchdown of the of the year. I mean, with these two healthy, you cannot stop the 49ers, period. Really? You can't have two Swiss Army knives like that out on the field and then still have Ayuk as a deep threat and Kittle yeah. underneath. It's just so brutal to guard. And it you can is. the NFL is baffled by it. Nobody yeah. nobody can stop that when all those weapons are out there. I mean, it's not fair. I mean, it's another team. You can't scheme this up. It's This is personnel. Yeah. Period. It's like you have to have a good enough yeah. defense to match them man for man. And I don't think anybody really does have that yeah, defense right now. Yeah. How could you? Right? I mean, you'd have to have a Pro Bowl team almost. Well, especially at the end of the season. This does. This reminds me of like the personnel like scheme. There's certain coaches who use their guys perfectly. So the combination of two superstars, McCaffrey and Samuel. And by the way, Ayuk is also a freaking wide receiver one. Oh, yeah. George Kittle is a great tight end. Yep. So this is part of it. We can't just, it's not just a two man game, but they're the two main ones. Yes. But also a coach who's willing to use their strengths and play to it. It reminds me of Sherman Thomas Chancellor on defense in Seattle in the early 2010s. Okay. Yeah. You can't, you can't fake that scheme. You just have three hall of fame worthy talents yeah you know, maybe their careers won't go long enough but but we're just gonna outplay you yeah we got we got what we need we're gonna go to it go to that well yeah the whole time now i did love the chippiness of this game i really hope these two teams come back and play yeah we had that i mean the game was over oh no no th- at this point it wasn't over it was 21 to 6 the eagles are driving yeah they get a pass to devonta smith you know cross midfield 
uh, Greenlaw. Was it Greenlaw? Who the heck was it? I don't remember. Oh, yeah, it was Greenlaw. So Greenlaw. The former Eagle. Yeah, yeah. he gets over there and he slams Devonta Smith to the ground. Personal foul. Penalty. Yeah. And then he gets in a tussle with the head of security. <laughs> and they both get ejected from the game. Yeah. One is a player. One is a head of security. For the Eagles. Good trade for the Eagles. <laughs> really? <laughs> did you see the, see what Greenlaw did? The, it was like a, I mean, he took a full punch at, at the head of security. Okay. Yeah. But barely connected. Oh. I mean, it could, it like in slow motion, you could kind of see his cheek move. He grazed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What I love about it is, <laughs> did anybody, was there anyone to replace him as security on the sideline? <laughs> Like, did we just compromise any security? Oh, yeah. We, total, total compromised. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. It reminds me of that time when it was a 2015 playoffs. Joey Porter as a Steelers coach. Yeah. Just out in midfield while he's a defensive coach. The Steelers offense is on the field and he's just at midfield chirping yep. at the Bengals. Bengals took a swing. Joey Porter's removed. Bengals get a 15 yard penalty and an ejection. Bad trade. Yeah. An advantage, Joey Porter. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah like, like you, you lose a coordinator versus a player. Yeah. I mean, it's like, or get the yardage. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like a linebacker's coach or something. Yeah. It's like, just, it's totally worth it. Yeah. So you should always have a guy just instigating, antagonizing yep. on the sides. Right. Though, I mean, as a player, you just got to, I mean, NBA players know this. You just have to not engage. You just got to eat it. You just got to eat it. You know, just yeah. like, okay, it's over, you know? And there's always those moments where sure, you know, you can stand up for yourself, mm-hmm. but you got to know the situation, the game that you're in, Yeah, you know, and you just can't do that. I mean, you got to stay on the field. Yeah. And the Eagles scored a touchdown after that, brought it 21, 13, 49ers ran back down the field, another Debo touchdown. Yeah. So, I mean, they stopped the crowd. Philadelphia crowd's getting into it, but man. And they just took them this out was Debo, real quick. This was Debo's night. His third touchdown, he like sprinted into the end zone and like slid into it. And he's wearing the, the gold pants, the white jersey with the red numbers. And the way that he slid, he just smeared his jersey with the color of the Eagles end zone paint because <laughs> it was all wet. And it's like, man, that's a picture right there. Oh, yeah. He's covered in end zone paint. Yep. Debo wins this round. He did. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm hoping this is a playoff matchup. I love too. I'd love to see these guys go at it again. So, I love this. Like, it's kind of like uh, 49ers Cowboys in the 90s. You know, the best uh, teams conference wise with a big just hate each other rivalry. Yeah. And go at it. And that was a, a wake up for the Eagles defense because mm-hmm. they been pretty bad the whole year and they haven't paid for it today they paid for it real bad big time uh big one time, s- big time. <laughs> nfc one seed is gonna be really interesting to watch yeah we'll see i mean because eagles cowboys next week mm-hmm. i mean cowboys win that niners jump up to the one seed because they've beat yeah. the eagles and the cowboys eagles cannot get a break they are playing the Cowboys in Sunday Night Football who are also getting a, a four days extra rest, just like the 49ers had four days extra rest. Oh, yeah. Like, someone give the Eagles a break. Here. Yeah, and they've already been on an onslaught of, of team I know. Uh, opponents. and Bills yeah. and Cowboys before that. Goodness. All right, let's talk about the other game that we talked on Thursday. Yeah. The Houston Texans beat the Denver Broncos in a surprisingly relevant game. <laughs> no kidding, right? <laughs> CJ Stroud has become the new, like, drama mama 
of of the NFL. Every game with CJ Stroud is insane. Yeah. Every, the Buccaneers. Everybody's game. hyped to see CJ yeah. Stroud go right now. And they're all ending with these thrilling endings. Remember the the Bengals game, Texans Bengals. Oh, like yeah. the one before Joe Burrow got hurt. Yeah. And then uh, of course last week they missed a fifty eight yard field goal. Yeah. This one was crazy too. They just kind of acceded the lead to the bumbling Denver Broncos offense. Yeah. It's like they were on clicking on all cylinders early. Yeah. You know, Nico Collins putting up a game and a oh, half. Yeah. I mean, holy smokes. 191 yards. Yeah. And he Nico. had, he had like all the targets. It was just Nico Collins, Nico yeah. Collins, Nico Collins the whole damn day. And sorry, Tank Dell. If yeah. Your season ends, but you had a good one. That's a but, bummer. Yeah. And I think that that might hurt him in the long run. If Noah Brown and Robert Woods can't hold their own, mm-hmm. I mean, that's going to be a problem, but you know, got to give it to the Texans defense. Yeah. They've been pretty steady this season. They've been doing okay. I mean. Yeah, they picked this game up because the Broncos defense had, I mean, they had put the clamps down at the end of this game to the point where the Broncos offense seemed like, well, they got to the eight-yard line. Yeah. Right? As the the Houston announcer called, we're staring at point blank. (laughs) Like, just like they're right there at the eight-yard line firing. Russell Wilson's firing bullets into the end zone. Yeah. One of them, third down, intercepted Jimmy Ward. Yeah. I mean, it was first yeah. and goal at the eight. Neither team had a timeout. You got to get the touchdown. And yeah. and yeah, and Russell Wilson, you know, doesn't get it done. So yeah, for all we say about CJ Stroud, that could easily have just been a touchdown right there. And and then we're talking Texans yeah. pretty much six and six out of the playoffs. But now they're seven and five and they're right yeah. friggin' there. God, the, a- the AFC is just that. So they're, so Texans are now, uh, they're now the eighth seed. Still technically. Technically. But yeah. they're seven and five tied with the Colts, Steelers, and Browns. Colts beat the Titans at the end there. Browns lost to the Rams because they were starting Joe Flacco. Yep. They're on their fourth quarterback <laughs> now. Fourth quarterback. And the Steelers, they lost Pickett. They lost Pickett. I don't know how yeah. for how long. They lost to the Cardinals. Which is really a telling sign for the Steelers. So this group of seven and five, you feel the best about the Texans with five games to go. I, I definitely yeah. agree. And they're really the only the eighth seed because of the, their conference play. They've played one less conference right. games. I think they're four and three in conference and the other teams are five and three. So it's really yeah. not a big tiebreaker right now. Yeah. But, but I'd much rather have the Texans, Broncos, and Bills in than the Colts, the mm. Browns, and the Steelers just for quarterback play. Every fiber of my being... I completely agree, especially the Bills. Yeah. Don't I don't want to ruin a playoff game. Playoff weekend's a sacred weekend to me. One of my favorite weekends of all time. Yeah. I don't want to watch Minshew. I don't want to watch Pickett. Or God forbid Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky could be out there. <laughs> I mean, good God. Could be Mitchell Trubisky, Joe Flacco, and <laughs> Minshew. Like, you gotta be kidding me. But you gotta be scared of the Bills right now. You don't want to see the Bills in the playoffs sneak in there as like a mm. six or a seven seed. If you if you're like the Dolphins, the yeah. Jags, the Chiefs, you know, the Ravens, whoever ends up playing them, you don't want that in the wild card round. No. Because you don't want that headache. This whole time, and I, I completely agree. This whole time, Josh Allen, he's he's playing smart. He's playing smart, smart, smart. He's gonna get to the playoffs. And maybe, maybe this goes against him, but maybe it goes for him. And he just lets the reins off. Yeah. He's now full underdog mode. <laughs> Full underdog mode, and that's, that's where the Bills belong. They always belong in the underdog mode. They got to just remember that. Yes. So them being a seven six seed, I don't want that matchup. Well, I'm. That's kind of the most important thing in my life right now, <laughs> making <laughs> sure that we get these good AFC matchups. Yeah, I would love it. I want to see CJ Stroud in there, mm-hmm. and just you know, because the NFC's wild card round doesn't look very promising at all. Yeah. 
I and I'm okay with that because the NFC divisional round might be that might be like awesome. legendary. Yeah, I skip it. Skip the wild card <laughs> round. Let's just you know Eagles and 49ers and Lions and uh, Cowboys. and Cowboys yeah. or you know some combination of that. Yeah. Let's do it. Just get that set up. Let's just do it now. Hurry up. Don't don't let somebody upset. <clears throat> oh, oh, but wait. Well, we the got the Packers. Will be in. Yeah. Sorry. It's so Sorry, inevitable. Lions. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, Lions. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, for the teams that had a bye this week, they kind of all won in a way because mm. good teams lost, like the Browns lost, the Steelers lost, and so that's good for the Bills. Yeah. You know, the Ravens see the Chiefs lose. That's good for them. Yeah. And so, I mean, yeah. I mean, if you had a bye this week, fantastic. And we've only got two more buys to go. Which is two very pointless. Cardinals and Commanders. Yeah, so nobody cares. So the buys yeah. are done. Yeah, they're done. <laughs> they can play or they can't play. Who cares? They yeah. could they could play a game if they want. Yeah, they can play each other <laughs> if they want. If they want to, <laughs> just warm up Kyler like, Murray wait. for next year. <laughs> it's like it's not a requirement. The NFL's like, yeah, we don't care about you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, lose this number. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> until you're drafting, please. Um, okay, so. I had a question. I had a final question here that I was, I'm going to talk. So you won't be with us on Thursday. So yeah, I'm going to ask I got a basketball now. game. What does CJ Stroud have to do to make this the best rookie quarterback season of all time? Or has he already done that? Hmm. Um, I'd, I'd say he's okay. He's got to make the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. If he's going to make it the best season ever, he's got to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think, He's probably going to pass the touchdown record for a rookie. Yeah. I think he's got to be close. Yeah. Yeah. So that's 2020 Herbert that has it. Yeah. And so, like, some of the other good rookie seasons, like 2012 RG3 and Russell Wilson, 83 Marino, but he only played like 10 games. Yeah. There's not a lot of competition, to be honest. Really? If he throws 30 touchdowns, Mm -hmm. he might already call it. But if he also makes the playoffs and does that, he set the bar very high. And what he has, like, Obviously, most rookie quarterbacks don't come onto good teams, but his has got to be the most extreme example, of oh, what, yeah. considering what the Texans have been in yeah. the last they, three, four years. They completely imploded their team, and now here they are with D'Amico Ryans, and they're just absolutely yeah. there. Like, they traded up for Will Anderson. Like yep. They just got the number two pick, the number three pick, and they're like, here's our team. They're both captains. They're just like, yeah. And Will Anderson, a great game. They were yeah. talking about Will Anderson all day on the broadcast today. That's a good sign. And they should. He's kind of a, an underrated part of that team right now. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, C.J. Stroud, he might already have the best season as a rookie, as long as he just stays healthy for these last five weeks. Well, I'm glad to get your thoughts on that. On Thursday, I'm going to go through, since it'll be a solo episode without you, I'm going to go through that, uh, what it takes for C.J. Stroud to be the best rookie. I'm going to look at the other seasons. Yeah. Because one of my big pet peeves is people say greatest of all time when they mean this is really good right now. Yeah. Like it's like <laughs> they over exaggerate. Let's it. look yeah. at the other seasons and compare it. So I want to compare that. I want to look at uh, McCaffrey and Mostert and that we got a little touchdown race going here. Yeah. Mostert was 16. McCaffrey was 17, five games left to go. We haven't had a player go well over 20 in a long time. Oh yeah. We Kamara go to 20 We'd Gurley go to 21, but yeah. And then since then we're talking like Tomlinson Alexander yeah. back in the early 2000s. Exactly. And they got that 17th game, which adds a bit of, of color to it, but you know, I'll, I'll be talking about that. Yeah. And then Tyreek Hill, man. Yeah. Your boy, He's, since he, you've got him on your fantasy team, he might have a 2000 yard season and could, and could it be one of the best 
receiving seasons of all time. It, it's looking like it. So he, I'm going to go. He's got to stay healthy. Yeah. Man, he's got to stay healthy. So I'm going to kind of go through those things. That's the hardest one, the Tyreek Hill one, because yeah. you got to compete with some major seasons, including 2021 Cooper Cup. Exactly. Uh, right? And there's some Jerry Rice seasons. There's some and, Rice you know, seasons. I mean, there's some Moss seasons. Megatron. 07 Moss. I mean, you got to start thinking about a lot. Like, yeah, like you said, Calvin Johnson. You got to start thinking about some Antonio Brown seasons as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, he's got some competition. But, but yeah, I'm going to dive into that and see, uh, you know, see where we land on these things. Well, yeah, you'll have plenty of time because. Uh, Steelers versus the Patriots is going to be a very boring Thursday night game. Possibly more boring than the Patriots Chargers game today. Six to zero. And (laughs) I was joking. I I think I was mentioning it was Kathleen before we got here, but six to zero. And like every time I was looking at the summaries that they'll post on CBS Sportsline NFL.com. Yeah. And one of them I clicked on and it just said, why? Because I think it was like a tweet or something. <laughs> that was it. Just yeah. that's the article. Just why. That's why. <laughs> oh man! How did this happen? Right. I need to. Wa- I need to watch the game. I was watching Red Zone this day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, there is another game. The Chargers are playing." Yeah. Where the hell were you, Justin Herbert? No kidding. I'll tell you where you were. Exact same place you were in college. Just disappear when it matters. Yep. Oh. Let's talk about college. We got to let's do a one and a half minute college football podcast. Here. Oh yeah, geez, holy smokes! Selection committee selects Michigan to play number one to play Alabama. Number four, that'll be the Rose Bowl. Yep. Our UW Huskies number two will play Texas. Number three. Yeah. What do you think about the selections? There's some controversy about FSU getting left out and Georgia as well. Yeah, I, I was. I thought F- FSU should get dropped out just mm-hmm. c- just on the eye test, and they yeah. really haven't played anybody. So I was like, okay, sure, you went undefeated, but you really didn't play anybody. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, maybe you're gone. Georgia, I was surprised. Yeah, I thought Alabama might still get left out. Yeah. But you have to put Texas in because Alabama lost to Texas. So, yep. yeah, I mean, I, I can't really disagree with it. We're, I mean, we're absolutely on the same page. I have the conspiracy theory that had Alabama's loss not been Texas – they would have just thrown Alabama and Georgia in there. Yeah. But they had to put Texas they, at three. They had to. Yeah. Because it's, I mean, you know, what does it matter? One thing, and I completely agree with FSU. I was watching them play Louisville. Jack Plummer, you're the worst quarterback of all time. <laughs> you're the Louisville quarterback. You suck, man. Yeah. I look forward to getting you your service as a DoorDash operator <laughs> because good God, <laughs> he is so bad. Yeah. FSU's defense wasn't dominant. Jack Plummer is just missing guys yeah. and panicking and blacking out. It was, I mean, it was a good, they have a good defense. Yeah. But ACC has always been overrated. In always, my always. And the committee officially assesses one of their criteria is to assess current competitiveness going and, and going forward. Yeah. When you factor that in with Jordan Travis being out for the year, it's clear that they should be out. Yeah. People are flipping their shit. I'm, I'm yep. surprised. I mean, I was surprised you didn't flip your shit there. I was expecting you to. No, but. I mean, I mean, I guess they went undefeated. But yeah. like, if you put Florida State against any of these teams, exactly, they're gonna lose. The they're com- gonna lose to Georgia, Alabama, or Texas. I mean, it's just guaranteed. And can't we just? If we have a selection committee, right? We yeah. can get out of this. Every, even the people who say FSU should be in, they say they have the right to be curb stomped by Washington <laughs> or something like that. We can get out of this, guys. 
Yeah. We we don't have to throw away one of our New Year's games. <laughs> <laughs> we can say we already know they're going to lose. Yeah. Get them out of there. Because of the current competitiveness of Yeah. It. And plus it's done after this. Next year's 12 teams. 12 team which, playoff. You know, they probably could have done that this year. It would have been very helpful. But, you know. It would have been. You know. I mean, it, right. it is what it is. We'll be complaining about who got in as the 11 and 12 seats yeah. soon enough. So Exactly. <laughs> like, I, you are so right on that. <laughs> right? Because 10 years ago, it used to be one and two. Yeah. You know, so think about that. For this year, folks. Exactly. In back in like 2010, which is not that long ago, <laughs> we were like, oh no! Yep. Our number three team is not going to chance to play for the national title. And everybody's undefeated, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, just you, that's why we have the committee. Yeah. You just, you judge it based on what you actually see. And Florida State doesn't match up with those four or five teams. Anyone who watched Alabama, Georgia in that game and then watched Louisville FSU knows you can't absolutely got with know. a straight face say the FSU deserved to be yeah. one of the top four teams. And really, you just say it because they went yeah. undefeated. And wow. if you're going to do it like that, then why isn't another one of these low end undefeated teams in there yeah. over all of them? If well, you're just going to go by record, we have not stated the popular internet opinion. Okay, but that's why you come to us for the hard <laughs> takes on college football. Yeah. <laughs> college football hard takes we you know with football for yeah. nfl podcast but <laughs> no you know, we have no yeah. we're not a huge college yeah yeah even though you dub probably yeah. lose. but if you dub was playing crappy teams this year and we got bumped out of it i would have been okay with it yeah, if, if, we're, if we were playing bad football me too sure i just want the best possible matchups on new year's day because i like to sit down on new year's day and watch good football exactly that's my jam yeah all right well that is week 13 Almost in the books. We got Bengals Jaguars tomorrow. Yep. Kirk will see you, I guess, next Sunday, potentially. Potentially. Eagles, yeah. Cowboys, but uh I'll do the Thursday show all by my lonesome. These are your programming reminders. Yep. I'll I'll, I'll send in my picks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Send me your picks. All right. Mine is Miles. I'm Kirk. Okay.